Hello everybody, welcome back to Blake's Book Club. Today we are talking chapter 24 of Voyager, A Malcolm Printer. And welcome to part 6 now of Voyager. Oh boy, I've avoided this chapter long enough. Well, I mean, I haven't avoided it necessarily, but I've just been super intimidated by it only because I know all you nerds love this chapter. Uh, it's the print shop, man. Uh, it's I, I, I think this might be from what I recall, most people's favorite chapter in the entire series. <laughs> and how, how could it not, right? Um, how could it not? I mean, it's, it's such a great chapter. It's so descriptive and it is so um, sweet. I mean, the good news is about this chapter that it's not like super saccharine sweet uh there's a lot of great humor that breaks this awkward tension and really what could be super saccharine sweet what could it could go down you know dare i say like the this is us route um and as much as i love this is us um that show has a tendency to be manipulative and saccharine sweet for the sake of doing it and sometimes i feel like this is us gets down the road of thinking Oh, well, this is good because it is saccharine sweet. And it's like, no, no, no. Um, it's just different stories. It's different modes of storytelling. And I think that is excellent. But uh, I really appreciated Diana's writing in this chapter. The whole experience feels so vivid. Um And it feels very real, the the embarrassment and the awkwardness and, uh, you know, spilling the, the, the pot all over himself, like Jamie, and and uh, just recognizing, oh my god, I, I've... Him passing out, like, all, all of it. I, it <laughs> oh, man. It's, it, and I remember talking about this on the show. It's such a great subversion. Um him passing out you know, this is the king of men you know he, jamie up until this point i would say 99 percent of the time always had the right thing to say at least in the book uh in the show even in the show too but jamie always has the right thing to say always has the right thing to do always is always seems to have the answer to whatever situation that they're in uh personally uh, or, you know, plot-wise, Jamie is just the king of men, and this is what happens, you know, and he, another thing that I really love about this chapter, too, is that he simply asks Claire, may I kiss you? Like, I mean, you guys are married. I mean, I know it's been 20 years, and you haven't seen each other, and you think that she might be a ghost, <laughs> uh, and you got Jordy, you know, uh, jumping in on you over here, but, it's just such a sweet, sweet moment. Um, and to to cap it off with him finding out more about Bree and the pictures and all of it, uh, and him talking about how the name is, it, that's a terrible name. And yeah, like, you know, it's this whole chapter is just full of well-written description and information and... Uh, 
you, you can't help but want to keep going. Uh, you, you don't want it to end. Uh, and I think the one of the great parts, too, is actually at the beginning of this chapter. Um, we get a chance to spend some time with Claire at the at the um, stones. And I, I think something that the show has um, not done as well of a job as it should uh, is talk about the disorientation and the danger of going through the stones. Um, and, and, I would love to have seen Claire wake up again. I mean, but we've already done that whole thing back in season two. So what is the point of doing it in season three, right? Um, but the way that Claire wakes up here at the Stones, you know, she's cold and she's a mess and she's her thoughts are incoherent and and it, it's raining and has, she has to be in Scotland uh, and she doesn't even know how long that she has been there. Um I, I, that that moment of being like, okay, whoa, where the hell am I? What happened? In <laughs> uh, in just trusting in the fact that her anchor was Jamie, uh, that you know she is in the right place. Hopefully, she's in the right time, and she you know finally gets away. You know she takes a long journey from Inverness and she goes to Edinburgh. It takes four days, uh, and she's seeing all these random dudes who want to like. Um, you know that that like are like like making her really creeped out, and I like another great thing too is like how she thinks how she should have asked the tailor uh, who made her cloak to add a waterproof layer between the material. Like, um, all all of this is all happening in the beginning part of this chapter and it's all wrapped around the stones and Jamie and the unpleasant nature of traveling through the stones through time you know the show makes it feel like it's just you know you step through and like they do talk about the brief moment of what it feels like to fall or be weightless uh, in the first season but you don't get much more than that and I like how the book delves into the fact that traveling through the stones, it ain't fun <laughs> and it ain't easy. And Claire now has done this for the third time, which is a really big deal. Uh, anyway, uh, she thinks about, you know, maybe buying a horse. You know, we don't know exactly what she does, but... She finally gets to Inverness, and she finally gets on the on the coach to Edinburgh. And uh, th th again, she's avoiding these creepy dudes. And finally, she's able to get away through the market. And she sits down and has a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And uh, this reminds me of what watching. I think it was season four, maybe it was season five, when they finally put this in the in the opening of Outlander, and everybody freaked out. And I. You know, like okay, I get it. It's one of those things that you know, watching she, you know. Watches the the uh, the plastic bag fly away. You know, um, it's uh, it's it's you know it's kind of like you know watching her old life fly away from her and uh, 
and it's just a sweet little moment. I get why a lot of people missed it in the third season and why it was put in into the into the later seasons. Um, so yeah, interesting, interesting. 